If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's happening, everybody? Hope you enjoyed the holiday, got all the things you wanted to get, got to see all the family you wanted to see. And um, this is kind of a lame duck week, as they say in the government, a few days before the new year. So I wanted to come in today, and the theme of my show today is why you should buy a home in 2023 if you are not a homeowner. Or maybe you want to buy an investment property. Before I begin, let me tell you about the move we just made. As you guys know, we used to be with Spire Financial. We collectively as a group decided to go to Cross Country Mortgage. Let me tell you a little about Cross Country Mortgage and why it was an exciting move and an easy decision. Ron Leonhart Jr. founded Cross Country Mortgage in 2003. He had a vision to become a nationwide full-service lender that could provide customers with clear, fast, and transparent mortgage experiences to realize their home ownership dreams. So Cross Country Mortgage Today is licensed in all 50 states, and that includes Puerto Rico, and with an expanding portfolio of more than 120 products. You heard that right. Ranging from conventional, Jumbo loans, government insured programs for veterans and rural home buyers. We are a direct lender, and that's huge. Approved seller with Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, and Jenny Mae. Cross Country Mortgage is a top five retail mortgage lender with more than 8,000 employees and more than 600 branches. The company has been recognized eight times on the Inc. 5000 list of America's fastest growing private businesses. Since its exception, cross-country mortgage has been growing and is thriving. So that's a little bit why that was a smart move for us, mainly because we can serve our partners better. There are more opportunities, more saying yes. We don't want to say no. And when you're bigger, you have more support, more help. I'm really excited about what we're going to do in 2023 which is why I wanted to talk about this before the new year started. And we'll tell you kind of why it's a good idea to buy in 2023. There's a lot of noise in the media about what's going on and what's happening with mortgage rates and real estate. This is why you want to hone in with someone who's on the day-to-day. That's what I'm doing. I listen to the data, listen to the experts, and we put common sense to mortgages so that you can buy and have a piece of the American dream, which is home ownership. You have to own something. It is the fastest way to have wealth. I'm short of you inventing something or creating something or going platinum or now they don't even say, I think I'm dating myself. They didn't go platinum anymore. Now you go viral. Okay. Something really big that happens that makes you famous and makes a lot of people money. 
buying a house is a little bit simpler and it's more stable and you don't have to dance around on TikTok and YouTube. Anyway, so check this out. According to Fannie Mae, latest housing survey, more than 60% of renters would buy a home if their lease ended today. But you don't have to because now's a good time to buy a home. According to Freddie Mac, a 30-year mortgage rate, they peaked in November and dropped over a half percentage point to around six and a half nationwide on average. The mortgage rates falls marked the most significant three-week decline since 14 years ago. It's the fourth fastest drop in more than three decades. Guess what? We expect rates to go lower next year. According to all the data and studying history, rates will go lower. Earlier in the year, inflation forced the Fed to increase interest rates. Inflation is retreating now, so 30-year fixed mortgage rates are doing the same. Today's home buyers may see 5% mortgages again soon. Remember, inflation is a driver of rates. Here's something cool that's going on right now, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. And if you've owned a home and you haven't bought in the last three years, you're considered a first-time home buyer. Effective immediately, Fannie and Freddie Mac mandate mortgage rate discounts for low and moderate income first-time buyers. Eligible buyers get discounts as large as one and three-quarter percent off their interest rate. Now, I'll explain this later and what it means to you. Here's something you should know. Every one-point drop in mortgage rates adds 11% to your purchasing rate. Sellers took a lot of lost leverage back last month, but not enough to have the upper hand in negotiation. So you buyers are still in control. Between now and mid-February, buyers will have mismatched opportunities to buy great homes at lower, more affordable prices. Also, the FHFA first-time homebuyer mortgage rate discount lowers mortgage rates instantly and automatically for eligible first-time buyers. It changes the math of should I rent or buy a home big time. And again, I said I'll explain that a little bit later in the show. The discount program is temporary, which is another reason why you want to take advantage of it now before it changes. Once the program is gone, those rates will be affected by that going away. That's basically loan level pricing, and that's a way lenders assess risk. And I'll you know, I'll explain that a little later. Also, too, you can buy a home with a small down payment. Back in the days, well, I wasn't around, but I hear stories, horror stories, that you have to put 50% down. Then it was 20%. Well, nowadays, you don't have to do that. And there's pros and cons to that. That's a whole other show. But for many first-time homebuyers, it doesn't matter whether interest rates are too high or home supplies are too low or whether you have enough money saved up to the bank. When it's time to buy a home, it's time to buy a home. Thankfully, first-time buyers can achieve the American dream of home ownership without saving 20% for a down payment. The government makes multiple mortgage programs available with little or no money down, and down payment assistance is even an option. First-time home buyers can choose from several low down payment mortgages, and it's getting easier for buyers to qualify. Lenders recently lowered credit score minimums on certain low and zero down loans by as much as 40 points. Congress, they're actually doing something, right, is actually stepping in to assist. Nine home ownership and affording housing bills are working through Congress to give first-time buyers programs 
tax credits, cash grants, and other purchase incentives. This market represents a favorable window for buying your first home. Hey, again, once mortgage rates starts going down, home prices are flattening out a little bit and buyers have way more leverage over the sellers, as they say would be a buyer's market. This window will extend into the early parts of 2023, as well as the housing market too. Excuse me. So my advice, get yourself pre-approved right now, not tomorrow, not next week, right now. Here's why I say that. Not so much you know what you can afford to buy, but let's see if you have any issues that you may need to fix before we get to that point. A lot of people are reliant. They're excited. They get to the point where they're ready to buy and they want an offer tomorrow. They haven't looked at all the things that go into home buying. Have you been on your job? How long did you just change jobs? All these variables going, and it's good to get in front of them so we can present the best offer when you go into underwriting. Okay. Pre-approvals are the first step for every successful home purchase. Okay. If you need down payment assistance, let's have a chat. There's lots of low down programs or down payment assistance. Here are a few that you may know already. USDA loans, rural area properties, zero down. If you're a veteran, zero down. Conventional, as little as 3% down. Home ready and home possible, 3% down. FHA loans, 3.5% down. Easier on the credit. If you have credit challenges, like I said earlier, get out in front of it. Get out in front of it early. And let's start working to fix those credit challenges so you could be in the best buying situation. Improving your credit score is very simple. It is understanding how it works, understanding the things you need to do. As you guys know, I work with my econ. It's a do-it-yourself program that works in as little as 60 to 90 days. Reach out if you want some information about that. If you already know you have some credit issue, I'll talk about Briefly, they have down payment assistance programs. You know, let's have a chat and go over what the best down payment programs are and the pros and cons. Some programs may have been discontinued or defunded for 2003, so I can let you know which ones are the most viable going forward. You know, recently someone asked me, hey, Clarence, I'm single. I don't really want the responsibilities of a home. I'll just rent an apartment. It's like a condo, right? I had to slow her down and say, well, not so fast. Let me explain. And for those who really don't know, who think a condo is just like an apartment, here's some of the nuances. When you live in a condo, you own it as a property. When you live in an apartment, you're just renting from your landlord. Now, that's okay. Maybe your situation dictates that. There's no judgment here. I just want to give you the pros and cons so that you can make the best decision. So, would home buyers prefer to rent because it's a flexible way to live? Absolutely. However, home ownership has those same benefits. Home owners build wealth through appreciation. When you're renting, you do not. You've heard you're paying your landlord's rent. Research shows that homeowners live happier lives. I know when I lived in apartments, it always sucked because you got to deal with people. You got to deal with their issues. It's noisy. You don't control things. But again, you might like that simpleness and not have to worry about things. Guess what? Homeowners can fix their properties. They can do things. And guess what? Their payment is fixed for 30 years, 15 years, or whatever term they get. Here's something you should know, folks. Rent increased 10.9% in October 2021, which was the fastest year-over-year increase in over 16 years. 
based on a CoreLogic single family rent index. This year, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York is expecting rent prices to rise about 10% as well. So if you're thinking about owning a condo versus renting an apartment, now might be the time to understand that difference and nuance. The difference between renting a condo and apartment is who benefits from you living in it. Very simple way to think about it. When you own a condo, you build wealth through home appreciation. As the property value increases, so does your net worth. When you rent an apartment, the home appreciation goes to whoever owns it or whoever is the landlord or whoever is running it. Okay? You've heard it, and I'm not going to keep beating you over the head with it, but renting makes your landlord rich. This is what they mean. Renters get none of the benefits when that property rises. The landlord gets it all. You've never heard of the landlord going, hey, you've been such a great tenant. You paid your rent on time. Let me throw you some equity I got off this property. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Freedom is another big difference between owning a condo and renting an apartment. When you own a condo, you can redesign your home. Renovate the rooms and replace your appliance if you're liking the new technology and stuff like that. Apartment renters don't have these rights. Your landlord makes the rules. You're just there to follow them unless you move out in a year. That's it. Condo ownership isn't all wealth and considerable freedoms either when it comes to repairs and recurring costs. Renting does have advantages. Why? Because when you rent, the landlord fixes things that go wrong. You might have to wait a little bit. It might be annoying, but the landlord does take care of it. That's part of the deal. So condo is you know, short for a condominium. A condominium is a private residence within a large group of units or homes characterized by a shared ownership of common areas such as lobbies, gyms, and green spaces. You know, they may have a place to play golf or whatever. Condos are self-governing legal entities. When you buy a condo, you also buy voting rights for the condo's governing body, the homeowners association, which many people call it. The HOA, or as I like to call them, a group of Karens. Anyway, each condo gets votes equal to the ownership percentage in the building. If you own 5% of the condo, for example, you get 5% of the vote. Condo owners can vote on such items as what equipment to get in the gym, how much budget to spend on landscaping, who to hire for building maintenance. Owners pay recurring membership fees to the association. The fees pay for building standard operating expenses, landscaping, pest control, property insurance. You get the idea. You're paying for someone else to do all that stuff for you. Now, let's switch that to apartment. An apartment is a private residence owned by a third-party landlord or management company and rented by you. The apartment rental contracts usually are about a year, after which the rental terms can change if you switch to a month to month. Usually they want to rope you in another big contract so they can keep that money coming. Smart business, I get it. It's common for rents to increase annually. A lot of people are calling me right now going, Clarence, man, my rent's going up. I got to get out of here. Yes. And a lot of times what's funny is when I sit people down and show them what, they, what they're paying in rent and I show them what an equal payment is on a mortgage and they see they can have a three, two bedroom house, four bedroom houses in some cases, and a big backyard, they're shocked. A lot of people don't know, because a lot of people think, well, apartment's just the next move till I get married, or maybe I have some kids. No, you can start buying now, building that equity now. All right, so you get the idea. In my opinion, if you feel like, hey, I just don't want to deal with a home, take care of things myself. If you buy a, like a single family residence or you buy a property, you have to take care of it. Whereas if you have a condo, 
you know the condo HOA takes care of it. And again, in an apartment, your landlord takes care of it. If you don't like having to share things with other people, single family residence is going to be your best move. But again, you decide what works for you, your situation, your family. You know, but if you're going to purchase a condo, make sure you look at their governing documents, the CCRs, which are conditions, covenants and restrictions and the bylaws to make sure before you go get into something and you hate it later. This is why it's important to know these things. And I'm more than happy to discuss some of these issues with you and kind of walk you through different scenarios. That's kind of what we do. We advise our clients so that they make the best purchasing decisions. All right. So. That's my thoughts on that. Definitely, I'm always going to tell you to own a home because it's something you can pass along. And it's when you buy a car, for example, the moment you drive off the lot, it starts depreciating. Wear and tear. A house doesn't do that. It appreciates. You add on to it. You change the landscape. You make it bigger in some cases. You're adding value to it. You can do all the things you want to a car. Now, there are certain few things that add a few bells and whistles to a car that might get your car a little bit more value. But the bottom line is the more you drive it, the more it goes down in value. So owning a home is always going to be the smarter thing. Um, now, here's the thing that might be similar when you own an apartment or sorry, when you rent an apartment and owning a home, you're responsible for all the utilities, water bill, cable, Internet, all that stuff. You do have to pay that same way you do when you're in a home. But again, you can make those choices. Now, there are some places that are rent you where all that's included. And those places suck because they decide how cold it should be, how hot it should be, when the different seasons start. And you don't want to be in those situations. So those are choices you have if you're renting and you don't know. Also, too, if you're like, hey, I got this big lease. I do want to buy. I agree with all this stuff. But I'm in this lease. I guarantee you there is a way out of your lease, especially in Arizona leases. There's usually a way for you to get out. You might have to pay a month up front, give them a notice, whatever. I'm more than happy to look at your agreement with you and give you some options. All right. On that note, I'm going to tell you this. If you're ready to buy and you don't relocate often, condos are great. If you are planning on having a family, you know, a house is a great option. Again, if you're just like, hey, I don't want to deal with nothing, I don't mind dealing with a bunch of people, then you can rent. Hey, I'm, I make good money. I'm not worried about building equity. Then go ahead and rent. I just wanted to give you some very general ideas about the difference. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And I'm going to talk about our sponsor. That's Organo Gold Gourmet Coffee. This black coffee is a robust blend that mixes in an instant for a flavorful cup of coffee. There's no added sugar or creamer, so you can customize your coffee however you like. Instant coffee provides antioxidants. This flavorful organo coffee also contains Ganoderma mushroom, which provides a hint of nutty flavor to balance the rich, bold, and smooth flavor of this coffee. Here are the key ingredients. Coffee, it's one of the most popular beverages in the world. We know that everybody is drinking coffee in the morning. Organo uses a strong, easy mix instant coffee that is bold and flavorful. It's portable, convenient to carry on the go for instant coffee benefits. Ganoderma lucidum, also known as red reishi mushroom, this mild flavor adds a depth of coffee flavor and brings its own benefits. 
Ganoderma mushrooms provide triter pinoids and amino acids. That is dope. Did you hear that? Amino acids and triter pinoids. Ganoderma mushrooms are adaptogens. Ganoderma lucidum has been used in traditional Asian cultures for thousands of years. The name Ganoderma lucidum means spiritual potency. While the Japanese name Rishi may be translated as king of herbs. You guys know this already. Coffee has a lot of benefit. It's been studied due to its antioxidant and nutrient profiles. Studies show that instant coffee can be higher in antioxidants compared to other brew methods. This coffee contains chlorogenic acid, an antioxidant compound that is a major phenol in coffee. Quinic acid, an antioxidant phytochemical that contributes to the acidic taste of coffee. It is also found in apples, peaches, and other plant foods. Cafesterol, an ingredient that is lower in instant coffee than in French press coffee. So go to coachc.myorganicgold.com. That's www.coachc.com myorganogo.com for a discounted rate. All right, guys. Let's be honest. Today's market differs significantly than what happened 15 years ago when the home prices were driven by loose lending practices and rampant investor speculation in the market. Waiting for the market crash might not yield the results that a lot of you home buyers expect. Things have changed since 2006. The current market and that of the mid-2000s share some similarities, namely housing prices were up and often unaffordable for buyers. The causes were different, though. The previous bubble came after a period in which lenders were more lax about writing loans. I was in that era. We were giving loans to people who just had a pulse. I mean, it's true. It's what it was. That was the industry. You know, a lot of people were making money. Mortgage underwriting was a lot more loose back in 2006. It was easy to get a mortgage to speculate in the housing market, but that's just not the case today. Those type of loans are far less common today, and there's more oversight of home lending in the wake of the crisis in the late 2000s. I'm going to give you a pro tip because a lot of people say, well, there's more value if you live outside the city, but then you got to deal with the commute. Well, nowadays, a lot of people are working from home. Why in your search if you can't? If you can work remotely or only in the office a few days a week, don't worry about being as close to work as you might be if you had to commute every day. I can have you get with some of my realtor partners and show you some areas that you may have not have thought about. There are a lot of great areas in town. Again, everything we do, the partners we work with, it's a consultative process. We want to know what your goals are, where you want to be, where you like to raise your kids. Give that information to one of my realtor partners. And they'll show you some great areas. And again, if you don't, and you're not in the office all the time, and you only have to come in every once in a while, it might be a good idea to live somewhere outside the city. There's more homes out there, less hustle and bustle. And then maybe that commute is only once or twice during the week. All right. So I want to pivot back to what I talked about that loan level pricing. And that's really a lender's way of assessing risk when you buy a home. So in a nutshell, back to first-time homebuyers, and this is really huge, so pay attention if you're a first-time homebuyer. Let's just say, in a word, your interest rates have just improved exponentially. So I'll give you an example. Let's say the market rate is X. 
Odds are that's not the rate you're going to see because that's just the baseline. Lenders take that X rate and tack on the price hits based on certain risk criteria. As an example, let's say your credit score isn't that great. Price hit, let's say you want to live in a condo instead of a single family unit. Price hit, you're doing the bare minimum down payment, so very little skin in the game. Price hit, these are called loan level price adjustments. Well, effective immediately, conventional loans are eliminating all loan level pricing adjustments for first time home buyers who make less than 100% of the area medium income or 120% if you live in a high balance county. So in Maricopa, if you're a first time home buyer and you make less than 88,800, you will get zero price hits. This is huge. Let all your friends know. Give me a call. Let me know where you are. Let's help you get in the home. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this. I know talking about this stuff can be super complicated and we make it sound easy. Pick up the phone. Let's have a chat and let's get you in the home in 2023. For more information about loan programs and options for you or just have a discussion about where you are, what the market's doing, email me at clarence.ferguson at ccm.com. That's clarence.ferguson at ccm.com. Or check out the website. There's a lot of information there. Crosscountrymortgage.com forward slash Clarence hyphen Ferguson. That's crosscountrymortgage.com forward slash Clarence hyphen Ferguson. And I will see you all next week. I'm excited. It's almost 2023. Let's get it. <laughs>